What up, though? Welcome back. Another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance. So happy to be here with y'all. So happy to be uh, doing this. And uh, with that being said, let's let's uh, let's get it cracking. Um, as as said, this is the second part to the Pride series, and um, I uh, I have a feeling this is one of those series. I might have stated. I believe I stated this before. This is one of those series that'll. That'll kind of sting. Um, what I mean is, some of the things being said might hit close to home. Um, it could offend. That's not the intention. It could. Uh, the, the the thought is to make make one think, because as I've been marinating over this and praying and whatnot. It keeps coming up, and I, I've I've listened to some of my old podcasts, and I've been alluding to this this series for quite some time, but you know things kept getting in the way, or things came up, or what have you, or maybe it just wasn't the right time. But now it's such a time, so um, I hope. As stated, as I always state, that this, uh, you know, it, it um, brings forth thought-provoking um, ideas. You know, gets one to, to process, think, and and you know, focus on what what they're doing, as opposed to hearing this and getting upset, being mad, or what have you. So. Um, that being said, let's go ahead and get going. So, my first Bible verse um, is Luke 14:11, and it says, "For those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted." So, this is about humility, and that Bible verse is uh, the staple reason as to why we should be humble, because if we are not, well, God will uh, God will provide the means for us to be humbled. And um, when God provides the means for us to be humbled, it, it does not feel good at all. Um, it, it, there's generally a lot of pain, a lot of pain attached to it, and um, generally it. Uh, It can it can it can be a, a setback can be attached to it, and none of us like setbacks. None of us like pain. So essentially, this Bible verse is telling us that we should we should humble ourselves so that. God doesn't need to, and humbling ourselves. Um, let me let me start off with another thing. I have a I have a um, a, a definition of the word humility that I got, and it says a modest or low view of one's one's own importance, humbleness. So, I like the modest part 
a low view of one's own importance. I kind of struggle with that. In a, so, what what the world is saying with this is that the only way, excuse me, the only way to be humble or, or a form of being humble is to have a low view of one's importance. And I don't believe that you have to have a low view of your own your importance to be humble. But we tend to think that that is how it has to be. What I mean by that is being modest is not walking around bragging about everything you've done or everything you think you've done or who you think you are. And when people compliment you, not letting that go to your head and being like, yeah, you're right, I'm the man, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm this, I'm that. Now, because you don't do that doesn't mean you have a low view of your own importance. It just means that you don't feel the need to brag about your importance. That's where I differ from the definition that I read and that I read to you and what God is saying. Now, in the grand scheme of things, we are to have a low view of our importance as compared to the Lord. So in that regard, it's true. But when speaking to other people, you know, I don't have the, the way to show humility isn't to, to think that I'm lower than anybody or I'm less important. That's that's the word that I mean, less important than anyone that doesn't show humility. In fact, it shows low self-esteem. And that's a huge difference. You don't have to have low self-esteem to be humble. Because to me, low self-esteem is another form of pride. And, and, you know, you think so low of yourself. And it, it it's, all, it's almost like the reverse to, to bragging. It's still about me. But instead of me hyping myself up and bragging about how I'm this, I'm that. I'm dogging myself and I'm down here and I'm just talking about how I'm not anything. But if you hear that, I is in both of those. So it's still speaking about me and talking about me. So that is why I say that, you know, low self-esteem is just as prideful as, as um, conceit. Because it's still about me. It's still about me talking about me. So, again, that's why I say that I have an issue with the term a low view of one's own importance. The Bible teaches us that we should have a high view of our importance. The Bible teaches us that we are conquerors, that we are victorious, that we are um, the head and not the tail. You know, the Bible tells us these things. So... If the Bible's telling us that we're prosperous, if the Bible's telling us this, then us knowing this isn't being arrogant. It's it's believing what God said. Now, if I walk around and all I talk about is how victorious I am, how how much money I got, how successful I am, you know, all these things, then that's an issue.
Um, and so I, I purposely didn't read. So there's 10 and 11 that I wanted to read, but I purposely read 11 first, and now I'm going to go back and read 10 to give it some more context. So for Luke 14, 10 says, uh, and let me, let me give you a little bit more context before this. Before this, Jesus is talking about people, you know, it's, it's, it's a metaphor about being at a wedding feast, which is heaven. But in this metaphor, he's saying that when you when you're invited, don't don't come in and and try to sit at the best seat. Don't go looking for, you know, don't go looking for the the hot spot, the best spot, because you'll be embarrassed. And then the host will be like, oh no no, that ain't for you. I need you to go over here. And so, ten takes over right right after that, and it says, instead take the lowest place at the foot of the table. Then when your host sees you, he will come and say, friend, we have a better place for you. Then you will be honored in front of all the other guests. For those who exalt themselves will be humbled and those who humble themselves will be exalted. So to give a little context, hopefully that gives you a little more context to what to what I mean and what I'm what I'm trying to portray when I say when I talk about humility in the biblical text as composed as opposed to the um world the worldly definite the secular definition let's say that <clears throat> and think what this is saying because we all do this at some point we all have this mentality of me first I'm gonna go get the best this and that and you know let's say job Here, here's here's a good place. Here's a good place to talk about that because we have people who often say, I am not going to take a job that is at this level because I've already done that. I've been there. I'm above that. And I just, that just ain't going to happen. Now, these are people who are looking for jobs. You know, obviously, if you're looking for a job, you need a job. So for one to say, I'm, that's beneath me, I'm not going to do that. Well, you're not going to get a job or it's going to be harder to get a job. <clears throat> As opposed to humbling oneself and being like, you know what? I can go start entry and I just need to get in. And once I get in, I'll get to where I need to be. Now I use this example because it's close to home. I did my current job. There was a moment when pride got in the way, and I wasn't going to apply. Well, correction, I wasn't going to accept the position. I didn't even want to interview for it at one point because I had that 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 thought process of, well, that's beneath me. Because I've already done that. I've been there. I've been doing I did that years ago. I don't want to go back to that. Now, the irony in this is I just said before that that with this other job that I wanted, that all they need to do is let me get my foot in the door. I'll take an entry level and I'll prove my worth. Yet this other place, because I hadn't quote unquote done any of that, which I have, but it's Anyway, which I hadn't quote unquote done that. It, I didn't see that as a 
a step back. The job I'm at now, originally I saw as a step back. And God had to show me, look, I'm giving opportunities to you. Are you going to accept this opportunity? Because if you believe on one side that if you just get in, you'll you'll you can prove your worth and move up. Why can't you do the same for this job? And so I did. I took it. I had I humbled myself. And I'm already in a position where I can move up quickly. That is God saying, I just need you to humble yourself. You don't need the best seat. Instead of coming in and saying, well, I demand to be here. I demand this, and I'm not doing anything less than that. If I came in like that, I wouldn't have this job. Whereas I took a step back and said, you know what, God, I'll do it. And... As I said, there's already opportunities for growth quicker than I anticipated. That's God. You know, I could walk around and try to huff and puff and say my credentials, this or this or whatever. But, you know, it doesn't matter how well you do whatever or, or you know, if if you are arrogant and not very pleasant to be around doesn't matter how well you work a lot of people you you will be looked over and that's kind of what i'm getting at with this and, and what i mean for the humility piece you know you don't have to think like i don't think low of myself i mean i'm not sitting here walking around puffing my chest out and being like i'm the man and you know yada 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 but i i, I definitely don't think low of myself so I want to, um, that was just what I wanted to use metaphorically, and I, I use job because A, it's something I'm experiencing, and B, because it's a lot of people that it hits close to home, because a lot of people pass on opportunities put before them, because in their mind, it's not the one that they wanted, or the way they wanted it, and they're like, well, I'm not doing it. And God is like, well, okay, you asked me for an opportunity. I gave you an opportunity. You didn't take it. So when things don't go a certain way, I don't want you to be upset about it. I gave you the opportunity. You know, and a lot of times we don't take these opportunities because we, we it, either we don't think it'll move fast enough or, again, we just pride. Ah, oh, that's beneath me. I'm so much better than that. I'm not doing that. And, you know... We miss out on blessings because they don't look the way we want to see them. So I figured that one would hit close to home. I mean, there's other examples. And as I'm going through this, if they come to me, I'll blurt them out. But anyway, I'm going to move on to a different Bible verse. And this Bible verse is James 4, 6. And it says... And he gives grace generously. As the scriptures say, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. And then verse 7 says, verse 7 says, so humble yourselves.
before God and resist the devil and he will flee from you. Now, what, why, why the, the humble yourselves and resist the devil and he will flee? Pride, as I said before in the last episode, to me is the worst thing that we could hold on to. And to me, pride leads to an abundance of sin. There's a lot of things that we do sin-wise. And if we're if we look at the root of pride is right there. So if we could if we could humble ourselves under God, that in and of itself will give us the means to resist the devil in so many different areas. Because I mean, think about it. When when the when the devil tried to tempt Jesus, he went after the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, and the lust of the flesh. Now, you heard the pride of life, but the lust of the eyes is pride, which I'll go into more in a later episode in this series. But the lust of the eyes is essentially greed. Um, but yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to dig too deep into that. We'll save that for later. But um, sorry. I, I you know, I do want to say that um. I do want to say that the peace that protects us from the enemy is the, the humility piece. You know, I, instead of having this mentality of, I got it, I know, I ain't going to blow, you know, you can't tell me, you whoop de woo I don't do this, yada, yada, yada. Humbling, humbling yourselves because this says God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. So what does opposes the proud mean? <clears throat> a lot of people would hear this and think that God is saying, "Well, you're proud. I, I don't want nothing to do with you. You can't. You can't be a part of heaven." And it doesn't have to be that. I mean, it can be, but it doesn't have to be that. Because think about it: if you can't, if you can't humble yourself to the thought of succumbing and believing in Christ, that's pride. And because you can't humble yourself enough to accept that, you will be opposed and left out. Because in 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 many scripture in the Bible and scripturally, Jesus says, "I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the heaven except through me." So. If you can't humble yourself under under that statement and believe that, then you will be opposed and left out. So I do want to say that that is very much a piece of it. But for those who have given their lives to Christ, that doesn't mean you're left out. That just means that you are not let... How do I want to say this? That just means there's some things that you will... That, that will be missed. Yeah, we'll say that. Some things that will be missed. Um, 
examples of that is, I mean, I already used the job example. There's that. But so, like, God will be like, here, we'll use this. I'm I'm sure those a lot of you've heard this, but this is a perfect example of 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 what I'm stating. The man or person, the person who is stuck in the flood, water's coming up. They're on their roof. The water's coming up. They're praying. They're praying. They're praying. They're praying. God save me. Help me, God. And God sends. There's a boat. The boat comes over and the guy's like, hey, we're, we're here rescuing people. Um, you want to get on the boat? And the person's, no, 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 no. God's going to save me. I've been praying. I'm all right. You go ahead. And then that person goes. And another boat comes as the water's gotten higher. And they're like, come on. We're, we, we're here to rescue you. And the person's like, no, no, no. God will save me. I prayed, God save me. God will save me. And so the boat leaves, and then a helicopter comes, because, you know, the, the water's, like, about neck high by by this point, and uh, the helicopter, they let down the ladder, they're like, come on, let's, we're here to rescue you. And the person's like, no, 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 God is going to save me. And they, they shoot off the helicopter, and the helicopter leaves. Then the water goes above their head, and they die. And um, they, when they're in heaven, they're like, well, why didn't you save me, God? And God's like, well, what do you mean? I sent you two boats and a helicopter. Now, that that could be used for many different things, but in the purposes of talking about pride, think about that. That person was so prideful on their, that, that you know, that their prayer was that deep and powerful that God was going to himself come down from heaven, open up the, 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 the sky and lift this person up and float them somewhere or teleport them or something along those lines. And so much that they didn't, they, they, they couldn't grasp the concept that God was in people to help them. That's that's pride, and I mean that's not that's not being greedy, or that's not being you know that's not being hurtful to anybody else. But that think about the pride there, you know, God, because I'm praying and my prayer is so powerful, and I am so in tune and touch with God that He's going to lift me, levitate me out of here, and I'm going to be saved. And God's like, no, it don't work like that. I'm not gonna do that. I sent you help. Another piece I want to put in is that that person didn't go to hell because in this story they go to heaven to have a conversation with God. Now God a potent, you know. I I'd say this part because it says He gives grace generously, and He gives grace to the humble. There was grace given there. There was three opportunities for God's grace in this situation, in this metaphor. And because this person was so prideful, God opposed. All right, cool. Well, then I guess I guess you don't want to live anymore. 
and I want to point out that that was a, that was a choice. That wasn't God being mean. That was a choice. So, as we're talking about that, let me go to this other verse I have, and it's Proverbs eleven. <clears throat> excuse me. Eleven two, and it says, "Pride leads to disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom." Now, after hearing that metaphor spoken, I would think that you know I, there there doesn't need to be much. You know, that doesn't have to be um. Excuse me. That doesn't have to be um. Described much. I can't think of the word I'm trying to use, but I mean, in the situation in which pride led to disgrace, this person died prematurely because they didn't have the they didn't have the um, they didn't utilize the capability to humble themselves and take the help that was given to them. Now, I know somebody that hears this. This is ministering to them because we do that all the time. There are times where we pray for stuff and it doesn't come how we think. So we turn down help and we end up in bad situations or not getting out of a bad situation. You know, because of pride. And I know of people, myself included, who have robbed other people of their blessings because we were too prideful to take help at one at any at any given point. You know, I got this, I'm good, I don't need it, I don't need it, I'm good, I'm good. Knowing good and well that the person ain't good. And very much need the help being offered. But because of the fact that they didn't, this person didn't want to humble themselves to whomever was offering the help for whatever reason. <clears throat> sit there in a bad situation when the ability to get pulled out of that situation was presented. So that's what, to me, pride leads to disgrace. But with humility comes wisdom. Because the humility piece would be like, okay, God... If this is what you're utilizing to help me, help me to see that. There's the wisdom. There's the wisdom in that. Okay, cool. This is what you're doing. Then I receive that. Thank you, Father. And then this leads to one getting out of the situation, out of the trouble, or whatever the case may be. But you know, too many times we are so stuck on our eyes seeing things a certain way, or which is foolish. Excuse me, but I've heard this happen before. Because the person offering to help, one doesn't like the person. For whatever reason, that people have turned down the help because where the help came from. And that's insane. Like, oh, no, I ain't taking it from them. Where God could be utilizing that person for the purpose of humbling teaching humility but because we don't want to I guess the, the the term I hear the most or that I've said is 
I don't want to owe them nothing. And I, I mean, that's not to say that there aren't times where people try to take advantage of situations and do stuff like that to have one over on somebody. But maybe not. Maybe God is utilizing this particular incident and this particular person for the purpose of showing us that, look, I need you to humble yourself and accept this. And I got it. And we hold on to that pride and turn down well-needed help. And then complain about being stuck in the same situation. I can't get out of this. I just sent somebody that would have helped you out of it. But you didn't want it. Because you you didn't want to be bothered with that person for whatever reason. So this is where the... With... But with humility comes wisdom, because if we can humble ourselves, we could potentially we could see what God is doing, even with people we don't want to be associated with or people we don't like for whatever reason. And this person that is offering, we can see that, okay, God, this is the way, then this is the way I trust you. And I, I, you know, I just, you know. I know that you got me. You won't let this blow up in my face. And, you know, I mean, there are times where it could be someone is trying to take advantage of a situation, whatever. But again, with the humility comes the wisdom so that I'm not just making a prideful choice, but I'm making a wise choice. So if I'm turning this person down, it's not because of pride. It's because I've prayed and I've I've humbled myself and I got the wisdom to know that this person does not have my best interest at heart. So then I could turn it down and be like, you know, I just, that's not right. I can't do that. Whereas a lot of people don't get to that point and they're just like, oh, well, screw that and screw them and I don't want this and I ain't going to be bothered and you ain't going to tell me nothing. I don't want anything from you. And then suffer. So, <clears throat> to me, that's what I, you know, that's a that's a, a breakdown of what it means to pride to lead to disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. <clears throat> Which, again, goes with James 10, 4.10. It says, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up in honor. All of these verses are connected and they're all saying pretty much the same thing. You know, I, in my situation when I, with the work, as I was saying, I have the ability to be lifted up in honor by God because I, I humbled myself before God and did something that my flesh immediately said no. I mean, immediately. That was the first, my flesh said no. And then my spirit said, hold on, man. Pray about this. Think about it. Meditate on this. Marinate on this. And because of that, I gave God the opportunity and the the um, the the path the path I guess to lift me up in honor and I can that will be seen without me 
bragging about it because here's another thing that we had to keep in mind. We also have to, <clears throat> when God does ex exalt us, we still have to practice that humility piece because it could very easily, we can very easily be exalted by God and think, ha, you see that? Uh, and start stunting and then that verse okay well now I got to humble you again because you ain't do right so let me go ahead and I gave you the opportunity you don't know that I'm going to take that from you now so it's not like it's a one time thing so when God lifts us up in honor because we humbled ourselves before him we have to continue to be humble under God and walk in that so that we are not um, basically so that we are not shooting ourselves in the foot <clears throat> and that's what that's, that's essentially what pride does it, it, it leads us to the it gives us the opportunity to, to do ourselves in because we are so stuck on us or lifting ourselves up that it, it, we uh, we now have put ourselves in the in the crosshairs and th I mean just think about it from a sense of people it doesn't even have to be work related it could be family friends. Everybody knows the peop that one person that they love being around. And everybody knows that one person that they don't love being around. And if you pay attention to the reason or study the reason why we, we want to be around this person and not this one. Oftentimes, to me more often than not there's a pride issue attached to that whether it be on our end or the person in the end of the people that we want to be around everybody likes being around people who have humility who are modest you know not self not low self esteem remember that but people who are modest I have what I have because God bless me I don't need to rub it in your face I am who I am because God blessed me. I don't need to rub it in your face. You know, or these things. There's these blessings that I've seen not because of, you know, anything other than God blessing me. And I don't need to rub it in your face. As opposed to that arrogant person who's like, look at me. I got this. I do this. I'm this. I'm that. This, 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 this. You ain't who I am. You this, this. Nobody wants to be around that. So... From my experience, people gravitate to those who are humble, and they steer clear of people who are cocky, conceited, you know, because those who are cocky and conceited generally use that arrogance as a means to put down those around them where that the, that person who is humble 
There's no reason to put the person down. Because if not for the grace of God, even even if, so even if there's a situation where two people are together and one has a lot and one has little. Now the one the, the modest one, the humble one, would be like, I'm not going to flaunt what I got and rub it in your face and, and you know, talk bad about you for not having anything because that, that person who's humble would say, If not for the grace of God, I'd be where you're at. But God has done some things and opened some doors and gave me some opportunities, and I am where I am now. But if not for that, I'd be in the same boat as you, where that person who is all about um, pride is like, look at me, look at what I've done. You could be me, but you ain't me, you know, and stuff like that. So that think of think of that that in a sense of humility versus pride. We want to be around people who are humble because they don't make us feel bad for what we do or don't have as compared to them. They don't condemn or belittle us because we don't have what they have. In fact, that humble person often is the one who's trying to lift up and bring those around them. Well, look, I have this, and if... I can give you some wisdom as to how I got here and encouragement and that brings the other people up and it raises self-esteem so that these people can go out and do for themselves. Whereas those full of pride, there's not that encouragement. It's more con condemnation and belittling. You could be me, but. So I, I believe that the reason that God is teaching us to be humble is because in being humble, we care about building those around us as opposed to being prideful where we don't and we're more self-absorbed. Now, that's from a person-to-person -person perspective. Obviously, God wants us to be humble because he wants us to know, hey, look, I'm dad, you're not. Don't forget that. Because that's what it is. And those of us who are parents understand that. I'm dad, you're not. I know you're whatever, whether you're grown or whatever. I'm dad, I'm parent, you're not. You need to respect that. And that's essentially what God is saying. Respect that. I am the one who did all of this. I created this. I created you and everything else. Respect that. Be humble. Know, know your place. And not, not from a conceited, bad spot, but just just respect. Again, those of us who are parents understand that. Respect. I don't, I, I, I don't want my children, I don't want to make my children think that I am greater than them in the means of they are nothing. But I do want them to know that I am their father. Respect and honor that. And that's what God is saying by exalting ourselves, humbling our, I mean, yes, exalting ourselves versus humbling ourselves. If we humble ourselves to honor and respect that he is, he is father, he's dad. We, we have that honor piece and he can bless us. Whereas if we don't, then we kind of lift ourselves up to where we think, well, I'm just equal. And 
again, those who are parents, when you're, you, if you have your kids who start to feel like you're equal, that um, that does not, that opens doors that don't need to be opened and leads to conflict. Um, so anyway, that's humility. Um, uh, I want y'all to come back next week where we will talk about control uh, and um, and the sense of. Uh, what we can do and where our parts play into into uh, the situation that happened in life and how that how pride plays into that. So uh, come check that out. It'll bless you. Um, I, I'm gonna wrap up with that. I, I pray that those under the sound of my voice uh, hear this and it's planted on good seed, and it um, turns into good fruit and um, it prospers. And it empowers those around. Um, Thank you for listening. I love y'all. Peace. Ministry minded. We were blinded. Looking for peace without Jesus. We can't find it. Ministry minded. We were blinded. Looking for peace. Without Jesus, we can't. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? How y'all doing? Welcome to another episode of Anthony's Godly Guidance. I hope you love it. I hope it blesses you. More importantly, I hope it gets you closer to God. Enjoy. <laughs>